Eighth Level Podcast is about being self-employed, entrepreneurship, and managing our online business. It's also about connecting to our souls, having the right mindset, and self-care. My name is Lourdes, and I am the host of this show. Thank you for listening to this episode today. What is breathwork? My guest today is Frank Roser, who was born, raised, and lives in Germany. He has been a football coach at the pro and college level for the past 16 years. At some point of his career, while coaching the football team, he discovered breathwork. And today, we discuss what breathwork is all about and its health benefits. Welcome, Frank, from Germany. Frank, thank you so much for joining me at my podcast today. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm very excited to be here. Great. So, Frank, tell me, how did you get into breathwork? That is, that is such a great question. So, um, I'm I'm an American football coach as well, and I lived for two years in the U.S. And then my life's journey took me to Japan, and that was a wonderful experience. But I it was also a very stressful time, and I remembered that in 2016, I did my first Wim Hof breathing technique, but back then I did not understand the uh, power of breathwork or like what really the benefits are. So, but I remembered during that stressful time that there is something that has to do with breathing. And, and then I found Francesca Zipma um, on the Instagram page on the social media platform. And I booked three sessions with her. And after the third session, I screamed, I cried, I, I ripped the uh, shillow, pillow cover apart a little bit, and I really felt free and relaxed. And like all the pressure just fell off my shoulder. And that's, that's when I realized, oh, wow, okay, now I understand that breathing has so much power. And that basically set the tone or showed me that I definitely want to become a breathwork coach myself. Oh, my gosh. It was that powerful for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's and it, it's crazy because the the first two sessions, <clears throat> they they were good. They they were okay, you know. But I I was not really hooked into it. But after the third one, and I still remember from until today how Francesca was kind of like saying, "Let go, Frank," and and I was like, "Okay, I'm letting go." And then I <laughs> screamed and really cried, and I'm like, "Wow." That was that was something and just through breathing. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my. That sounds like such an amazing experience. Now, you also mentioned when you were doing the football coaching in the United States that somehow that journey took you to Japan. What journey? I mean, how did it take you to Japan? <laughs> so so I go even a step uh, back more because I'm from Germany. So my dream always was to become a professional coach in the NFL for American football. And, and then I, I got this job as a graduate assistant coach at UTEP at the University of Texas at El Paso, which was amazing. I did a couple of internships at the college and pro level before. So of course, that was such a milestone in my life. And still is a wonderful experience with up and downs, of course, like everything. Um, but then I, I had a visa for one more year and the United States are not that friendly when it comes down to visa and green cards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so my time was running out and um, uh, some teams didn't want to hire me because of my limited visa. 
and I wasn't ready to go high, home quite yet. So I, I kept looking on my opportunities or options and I applied at the CFL, the Canadian Football League. And I remember that Japan has football too. So I sent out applications to Japan and a team answered and they got me over for an interview and finally they gave me the job. And then I moved to Japan in 2019. Oh, okay. Did you take any breath classes in Japan? I thought I was kind of confused about reading that um, in the, your website that it took you to Japan. Did you take classes for breath work in Japan too, or, or just from I, uh, Francesca? Um, I, I didn't do it in Japan from other classes there. It really was just from Francesca and, um, that were the three sessions I had, and then I kept practicing on my own. But in Japan, I, I saw like many more people doing like exercises in the morning on the river, like elderly people, also like Qigong and stuff like that. So I felt like Japanese people, despite the fact that they really do work a lot, but they also are more, more hmm, connected to themselves. At least that's what it felt like. Yeah, I I believe that. I mean, they do tai chi and and all that kijong and energy work for the for the older community. It's kind of crazy. I tried try tai chi. It is hard. It's <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> it yeah. looks so simple, but it's a lot of leg work and and you know, it's holding those poses and moving around for in such slow movement. It's very hard. I was so shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's 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 like really. Um, doing something for you with no distractions, right? And and we're not used to that. Yeah. So um, tell me, you were a life coach and then you started doing breath work. When you find clients, I mean, how do they find you when you're there? Are they looking for a life coach or are they looking for breath work? I would say it's, it's a mix of both. So um, when I started out, especially with the breath work in, in Germany or Europe, Breathwork is a term that you don't hear often. So literally all of the people out of my network or friends had no freaking idea what the hell I was doing now. So <laughs> they're like, why are you breathing with people? What has that to do with like coaching? And <laughs> and I yeah. try to explain it to them. But if you and, and, and that's just like something I want to say to everybody who's listening to this. Just try it. If you never did it. Perfect. Be skeptical about it. But give it a try and see how it how it makes you feel. And there's so much more power behind it. I mean, I coach American football players, the modern gladiators that are going at each other. That is the, probably the most skeptical clientele that you can have. And some sent me very emotional and personal messages afterwards. And that's beautiful. So since I'm coaching football now for about 16 years, but it's always more than football, it's also more like a life coach more than less, right? You you try to help people get better on and off the field. And then now I implement that in with breath work and people from the football community find me, some friends tried it, they liked it. And, and now it's kind of like a word, uh, spreading the word situation, but I also do have a website. I'm active on Instagram and I have companies that ask for sessions and teams that ask for sessions, a couple of pro athletes. So it's it's growing and it's wonderful to see how that grows. And people usually find me through free sessions that I do. My biggest free sessions was with 466 people via Zoom. Um, that was quite cool, but also through my website and social media. 
That's a lot of people. So you mentioned football team. I was wondering, um, there's different types of breath work, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you incorporated breath work to the football team, what type of breath work did you do with them? Wonderful question. So <laughs> the, the first thing that I try my players is, okay, or that I talk to my players about is how should you breathe? So this is called functional breathing. How, how should we breathe? Because I, I do believe, and I've learned it from my teachers, and now I see it myself, that most of us humans are breathing incorrect. And that's just because we have so much stress. We are always, therefore, in the flight, fight or flight response. And um, our body never really gets the chance to recover or slow down. So basically, we are breathing too flat, fast, flat, and vertically, which means we breathe into the shoulders and into the neck instead of really using our rib cage to expand and breathe deeply and slowly into the belly. We, we're always breathing flat. And that's what I talk to my players about. And during practice, when we do our sprinting and stuff, I encourage them to breathe deeply through the nose into the belly. And of course, now, if you just finish the play or a sprint, it's kind of like hard in the beginning. But if you are able to take a deep breath through the nose, instead of just like doing this <sighs> through the mouth, you actually give your body the chance to recover because nose breathing is healthier. However, there are certain breathing techniques that you can use to be in an alert state of mind that calms you down or that gives you energy. And then I do breathwork sessions with them. We, we did one last week, Thursday, uh, Tuesday, excuse me, which was really powerful, where we really do a conscious circular breathing for about 20 minutes. And then afterwards, we scream, and then we go into a relaxation phase. And if you see 40 to 50 guys doing that together, and then the energy in this room is so powerful, and that really opens up some guys that share about their emotions, how they really feel, it helps them to let go of frustration, anger, and so they are clearer, more focused, and that allows them to have a better performance. So it's team bonding as well. So many benefits from, from breathing. <laughs> I am surprised. I am so surprised it does all those things just from breathing. I mean, I never heard of breath work either until I saw some flying by through my Facebook posts. You know, people are doing <laughs> advertisement and I'm like, what is this? So... <laughs> I started becoming curious, right? And and so yeah. now I'm going to ask you, so for people who meditate, and I, for one, meditate at times, and they always tell you, because, you know, my mind is, first of all, growing, going all over the place. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to clear my mind. <laughs> and one of the things that they teach you is focus on your breath. Okay. Yes. So I sit there and I go, okay, I'm focusing on my breath. And that's all I'm thinking about. But I don't think it's really helping me much, to be honest with you. Is, is there a different way to breathe yeah. when, you're, when you're meditating? Yeah, that's, that's so wonderful. There, there is something called breath awareness. Dan Brule, one of the breathwork gurus that is teaching breathwork for decades now, um, talks about breath awareness, which is basically really just following your breath, how it enters your body and how it leaves your body. So the problem is why many people 
or including myself, when I started out meditation and somebody told me, hey, focus on your breath. I'm like, what the hell do you even mean by that? And <laughs> so I, I really, all you do is like when you breathe in and you can try it right now, you just follow the breath, how it in enters your nose, goes down in your belly, your belly expands. And on the exhale, your belly gets back in. And you might feel it when you exhale through the nose on your upper lip a little bit. And so all that should do is let all the thoughts be there like clouds on the sky. You see them, but you let them wander and you just focus on breathing. And if that is something and that's totally normal. So um, for people that cannot get into it by this, if that's too slow for you because the thoughts are so dominating, you can increase that. As an example, I will do a couple of breaths right now. Maybe you can hear it. I will do like three faster and deeper breaths. And it's something like this. And if you, if you do about, let's just say 10 to 30 of these breaths, you might get a little bit dizzy. You might feel a little bit right now. I just have to smile because I'm getting already a little bit dizzy. Um, <laughs> please don't do it while you're driving or doing any other activity. But that helps you to get out of your thoughts and more into your body. And so this little exercise right now can demonstrate uh, already that you can do slow and deep conscious breathing or faster and more powerful conscious breathing techniques. Okay. So it's kind of instantaneous, correct? Yes. Okay. And if, if you, if you maybe read the book from Eckhart Tolle, the power of now, if not, that's no, no big deal. Did, did you read that book? Oh yes. I'm very familiar with the book. Yes. Perfect. So, and even he mentions that if you can't meditate, focus on breathing. And when I read that, I was like, ha, Yes, perfect. <laughs> and it's it's just so true. And this is why breathwork can be powerful because it really, you, you, our body is not used to do deeper and faster or more powerful breath. So if we do that, it gets us out of our regular thinking process because it's something new and the monkey mind is has a job now. It's occupied. It's like, oh, what, what are we doing? So that's why it can help you. Yeah. Okay. So the other question I had is, have you heard of transformational breath work? Yes. Can you tell me what, what it is? Yes. So if I split up breath work, then you basically can say like, I'm breathing is around since there are humans. So that's nothing new. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody invented it in a new kind of way. And then there, there's like the modern type of breathwork or the modern type, the, the, the holotropic breathing that we know is the founder is Stanislav Grof. Um, he discovered in the 50s that uh, with psychedelics and music, you can get into altered state of minds, but then the psychedelics kind of like became illegal. So he had to find other ways. And then he discovered that through Certain breathing techniques, if you do them for a certain time in combination with music, you can get very close into the same state of minds, like really drifting away. And he did that for like two to two and a half hours. And I, I don't do it that long, but you can if you want to. I just don't think that you have to. 
However, based on that, there are different styles of breathwork. So transformational breathwork is breathing with a certain method. the, The way I learned it is you just take one deep inhale through the mouth, let go, and then inhale, let go. And you do that for about let's say 30 to 60 minutes, some do it 50 minutes, but it has like different length. And when you keep doing this to music, things will pop up because the conscious circular deep breathing techniques get us out of the regular uh, area of our brain where we have our conscious thinking and gets us more into the limbic system where the emotions are, where memories are. And this is why it can bring up some memories, some emotions, which probably are stuck within our body and mind. Oh, yeah, (laughs) I believe that. So would you recommend someone to do that today? Like, for example, I am I'm interested to try to if I sit here, I inhale through my mouth, exhale through my mouth, try it for maybe, I don't know, 20 to 50 minutes, you say, is that like almost a self hypnosis kind of stage? And then I'll probably start bawling my eyes off, right? <laughs> that, that can happen, but it's also a very beautiful breathwork session for you if you just have a good and relaxed time. Like yesterday, I had a, a breathwork session and one person got emotional. The other was just so happy that for the first time, she she could like let go of all these million of thoughts that was on her mind. And that's the same value, right? Some person might need to let go of emotions. The other person maybe just needs a break from the mental chatter that we have. However, I would recommend that for the very first time when you do these breathwork sessions, maybe find a teacher, find a breathwork coach and make sure that he explains you everything very well and that you are guided because it really can bring up some deep emotions and And this is very, very important because if you do a breathwork session and then these emotions are there, but nobody really warned you about it or explained you how you can then process these emotions, you're sitting there after the breathwork with these emotions and that can be rough. So that's why I would suggest if you do a breathwork session, just find a breathwork coach and and go through through a session with him. Um, But there's also very wonderful stuff on YouTube that, as an example, um, if you type in on YouTube Breathwork, you find a couple of videos, and most of them, um, there are really some good ones that just explain you a certain breathing technique. You do that for three rounds, and that's that's very good. It usually doesn't have that deep topic, let's say a very deep healing session or self-love session. Or if you go a little bit deeper, uh, inner child session, or maybe, well, when you even want to release some fears. So that can bring up a lot of stuff. But these ones on YouTube are basically just more physical than they are mental. That's a good point, not to do it alone at first. Maybe you're right. Yes. Hire somebody to, for at least the first couple of times, right? Because we don't know what the heck we're doing with this breathwork stuff. And it sounds really deep. So yes, it does. <laughs> and and like I like in my example, my first two sessions, they were good, but I, I was not hooked. But after the third one, 
I was hooked. And well, I, I guess it's just part of who we are as humans. We try something for the first time. And if it's not good for the first time, we leave it instantly instead of staying at it. And I, I feel like just talking to a breathwork coach afterwards is such a big advantage um, and helpful for our journey. Okay. So now I'm curious. Um, I'm going to ask you a more personal question. So, Frank. Okay. Who, who is Frank before the before the breath work? How were you? Were you a type A person? Were you like hyper? And then who is Frank after the breath work? And now that you practice breath work, that is one of the coolest questions somebody ever asked me. That's that's a great question. <laughs> so the Frank before breath work was very driven if i um i'm still driven but let me rephrase it the frank before the breathwork was very ego driven to become the best american football coach um that i can be of course but also being a german guy making it into the nfl and that was my main goal and if i'm that honest i hurt people along the way because i was just driven by that thought i want to become a professional football coach and and this profession is is not really life friendly because and every football coach can relate to this also other coaches that you spend a lot of time in the office you spend a lot of time just focusing on this one goal to become better so when i did these breathwork sessions and i had that big relief we also had a very important game in japan and we lost it so our season was over. We could not go to the championship game. Obviously, the expectations were high. And now, well, we lost. And I was very devastated. Of course, my players, I, I encouraged them and, and tried them to let their heads up. But for myself, I was devastated. And I was running around through Kawasaki, which is at Tokyo. And, and I was frustrated and angry. And, and then I remembered Francesca's words let go. And so I walked into a little parking lot and, and I, I let go and I cried my eyes out and it was unbelievable. And at that moment, I realized that it was my freaking ego that didn't allow me to acknowledge that the other coaches did a better job or the other team did a better job and just, well, respect, give them that respect. And, and that made me realize how ego-driven I was to achieve that goal. And I think ego is something positive, but if it becomes something that is making you restless, that you maybe even hurt people's feeling along the way, just because you think things have to be a certain way, which does not mean that it has to be that way for everybody, right? Then there's something we should be careful with. And so to answer your question now with this long answer that I'm giving you right now, I feel like I really dropped my ego um, for the major part. I still have it, of course. I'm still a competitive football coach and I also want to get better, but I'm so much more calmer, so much more clearer on what I want and the how I achieve my goals is now so much more important than that I just achieve them because you can achieve your goal and burn bridges, leave just many hurt feelings along your path. But I want to achieve my goals with empathy, with encouragement, with 
words that actually and and deeds that do good that's how i want to achieve my goals if it's always possible i don't know but at least i give it my very best and that's the major difference mm. so the new frank is much sounds much nicer and much better <laughs> <laughs> i i have to say i like him much more too so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know when when i used to be more of a nice not nice person either so it's it's different now it's it's much nicer to be nice isn't it yes and you feel you feel good right go ahead you feel good and and i also want to add that i learned to set more boundaries too and not just setting boundaries but also setting them with a pure intention and acknowledging and and respecting how i really want to be so if there are things happening that i think they are not right i address them in of course in a respectful way but i'm not trying to please anyone anymore when i tried to become a pro coach i was pleasing a lot of people because i always thought oh never burn bridges which is kind of true but if you if you neglect who you are and what you think is right and you let bad stuff happening i think it's exactly the same than if you would do bad things to others and that, that's such such many valuable learning lessons in setting boundaries so yeah being clear and calm with others and yourself <laughs> yeah i agree uh boundary setting is so important so you think you learned that from the breath work Bound, learning to have boundaries yeah, yeah. okay Cool. Be, because in in one breathwork session and the, i i now you really have to experience it right so i i <laughs> yeah. saw many um younger versions of myself in situations where i didn't set boundaries and where i maybe said yes when i actually wanted to say no when i was hurt but i had not the courage to address it when i was angry but i didn't like was looking for that clearing conversation with that people i just like kind of like was suppressing it and i saw all these versions of myself in these situations and and that was such a powerful breathwork session that i had and since then i was like really reflecting why didn't i set boundaries there or just address what i was really thinking and yeah that are that are good thoughts that they can hurt but they're they're helpful <laughs> yeah totally agree so now i have another question um so i know some people in my family they have high blood pressure and mm. uh, would breath work help with that because i thought i read something where it helps medically too somehow yeah i i say yes but i'm not a doctor and the most important thing is if you have any kind of like uh, health conditions where you are concerned or maybe even have like something please just consult a doctor but i do 100% believe that breathwork can help anyone and i had people with high blood pressure that did sessions that felt great afterwards because it's very active in the active breathing part but in the relaxation phase the body is really relaxing so during the breathwork the body gets in like a little bit stressful state of mind but afterwards it's a very deep relaxation however there are certain breathing techniques to start with that really can help your body relax and calm um but 
on any health conditions, consult a doctor first. So if I think back about now about the people that I was able to guide through, I had uh, athletes that had a lot of brain concussions. And I never forget that one athlete that sent me the most emotional message that I received from another male, where he was saying he's so thankful and emotional because he remembers uh, certain years from his kids, from his children, because of the concussions, he just forgot. And since you activate different areas of the brain through breathwork, maybe that was what triggered some emotions or memories to come back. And also another athlete had an ankle injury. And after the breathwork session, he just said, it's gone. <laughs> so wow. it's just gone. And that's no magic that I'm doing. It's really just the physical aspect of breathing because you became more alkaline and that basically helps your body to let go of inflammation and really helps to recover. Oh man, that is, um, yeah. sounds like a very, very nice recovery and a story. And Frank, I have another question. So for people who are doing public speaking um, and, and they're very nervous, right? Every time they go on stage, they're nervous. Is there yeah. something that they can do at that moment to help them calm down? Yes, a hundred percent. So um, as I mentioned, there are so many different breathing techniques or things you can really do. So I think the best advice, first of all, is just try different uh, techniques. Um, but if you watch Tony Robbins, as an example, he jumps on a little trampoline up and down. <laughs> so, no, he does not really. Yeah, I saw it on his documentary on Netflix about one of his events mm -hmm. where he does that. So I, I tried it myself without a trampoline. So before I have to speak in public and I'm I'm usually not that nervous anymore as I was used to be, but sometimes it just happens, right? Or as a coach before a big game. Um, so I try to find like a little spot and then I just jump up and down a little bit, right? Get on my toes and down and then just shake my body a little bit to to really get that nervousness out of my system but of course what i do with the breathing is i just make sure that i exhale twice as long as i inhale so i try to get my inhale to between two to four seconds through the nose and then exhale slowly through nose or mouth whatever feels good most of the time I use my mouth. And so I just inhale through the nose, deep into the belly. And then I exhale twice the time that I inhale. So these longer exhales really help your body to get into that state of mind where you are relaxed and calm. So that's a very, very good thing. But if that doesn't help, it's a good idea to take 10 deep and powerful breaths as, as we did before, and then just slow it down to deep and slow breath. So that helped me to always get like into a more focused and clear state of mind. And I'm not saying the nervousness is then just like disappearing, but I have more inner peace with it. I'm okay with it because it doesn't distract me. Okay. So somebody should jump in and do the breath work. <laughs> yes. Jump and breathe. So. <laughs> so what about somebody who has like anxiety, right? And, and then their heart's beating faster, having heart palpitation because they're so nervous or they're having anxiety at the moment. Would they do the same type of breath work? 
Yes. And he, the, the main part or the most important thing that I would say in an anxiety or panic attack is really focus on the exhale, long exhales, because the inhale will take care of itself. And so if, if you are in the moment and in at the end of January, over February, COVID hit me super bad, like really, really bad. It knocked me out for like two and a half weeks. And one night I did have a panic attack. I never had one in my whole life. And so I could use the stuff that I'm teaching, right? And right. I, I could not take a deep inhale because my lung was really, um, I, I don't know the English word right now, but it, it was very sensitive. So if I took a deep inhale, it already felt weird. So I could not take deep inhales. So all I focused was long exhales and that calmed me down after like one to two minutes, I already felt like more relaxed and the breath is the anchor. So in all these crazy things that can happen, if you're in pain, if you are under stress, if you have an anxiety or panic attack, focus on the exhale, focus on your breath. If you're able to inhale through the nose, and then just focus on long exhales and you're okay. You're going to be fine after a couple of minutes. Okay. That's good to know. I'm going to have yeah. to try that sometime for myself when I get all nervous and stuff. Um, yeah. So, so Frank, I know you do relaxation, you know, with breath work, but what do you like to do for fun when you are not working with clients? What, what do you mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 oh there, there's so much things that i enjoy i and and now that you said it you caught me in a time where the last two weeks if i'm really honest i i didn't do a lot for myself because i got caught up in a lot of projects and that's not how i really want to be and and so now what I love to do is just spend time in nature. I love to be in um, Japanese gardens and read there and just connect with myself. Of course, I love doing breathwork on my own, but I just love to be outside and, I don't know, enjoy the moments I have. I love to build paper planes. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, huh. Enjoy fun conversations about everything and of course watching certain movies shows and enjoying life is i guess the most powerful thing i can say um okay so do you teach people how to have a business doing breath work too you you mean when they have a business related uh, situation where they need guidance yeah let's say somebody wanted to start a business as a breathwork coach right oh yeah what would you advise that person um first of all trust yourself and yeah just make sure that as a coach you really you really 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 um have empathy for the clients and want to guide them so that they find their own solutions because as a football coach, I correct mistakes right away. But as a life coach, as a breathwork coach, I think it's not my job that I tell people all the solutions right away. I think my job is just to be a guide and, and show them a path and that they find their own solutions. So that's obviously if I do have experience in a certain topic and I feel like it's the right thing to say, then I tell them. But Many coaches, I do believe, and I have to include myself because I learned from those mistakes, throw advices 
to the clients like a machine gun. And well, that can be helpful, but I think that's not the point of making a client, a human being addicted to the advices of a coach or addicted probably is too strong, but depending on. And I think my job as a coach is to guide a person so they know how to find solutions for themselves and that in the future, they also find solutions. And of course, if they want to come back for breathwork, for coaching, I'm very happy to do so. But that will be my first advice. Take the clients first and then don't forget your own boundaries and your own self-worth. Because the question I get from my friends, why do you judge people for breathing? I'm like, well, <laughs> it's not just breathing. What I'm doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so th that's a very good advice. And then really have pure intention. Have a pure intention and and follow that. Like the breathwork that I'm doing, I I love to create themes and topics in my breathwork sessions. Like one of the most powerful breathwork session, sessions that I give is called The Last 20 Minutes of Your Life, where you go into your future in those last 20 minutes. So that can be a very, very powerful and emotional breathwork session because sometimes we kind of forget that we are mortal. And by thinking and recognizing that, I think one of the biggest questions to ask is therefore, if today would be your last day, would you live it exactly the way you live it? And that's not a question we should ask ourselves every time because someday, well, we will be right. And of course, um, there are, task we have to do but this is the way i love to teach breathwork and to go with people through different scenarios through different issues they have through different topics but there might be other breathwork coaches that don't talk at all during a breathwork session and just let it be and there's no right or wrong but go your own way so I hope that answers the question right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did. Yes. Thank you so much. So are you working on anything new right now? I I do. I, um, I'm part of the mastery app from Francesca Zipma. That's so cool because she developed now her own app and I'm one of the coaches on this app. So I always love to create sessions for her. Um, my own projects are retreats that I, that I'm planning I have also an online platform where I do have courses, recorded sessions, and I'm creating the Breathwork Way journey, which is a one-year journey where our multiple breathwork sessions, meditations, quick breathwork sessions, let's say you have an important meeting, here's a five-minute breathwork for that. You, you have so much anger within because your coworker is really, or your boss is really harsh on you. Here's a five to 10 minute breathwork you can do right now to let go of these emotions. So that's my main project, but the football season is about to start in a month. So yeah, that's why I'm not as good on my self-care at the moment, but I realize this and I'm going to change it. So totally right. We get so focused on things. So all right. Yeah. <laughs> and actually what is really important, right? So yeah, that's the biggest question to ask. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So we're just getting to about the end of uh, my time right now. I have a quick question for you. It's a funny or weird question. And hold on just a second. And let me get to that question. Yeah, I, I like funny and and uh 
uh, outside the box questions. So I'm excited right now. You make it very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So Frank, if you can be an animal, what would you be and why? And you cannot be a dog or a cat. Very easy. A bear. Oh, why? So, so if you, if you look at my logo, it has a bear in it. And the bear generally stands for protection because nobody messes around with a bear, right? But I, I also do believe that the way a bear is walking through his habitat, through his environment, is so powerful, but calm. And they are very connected to nature. And so that's why a bear is very powerful to me. And th this is now maybe the, the or well, the, the, the very deep truth answer is that I did a deep meditation um, one day with uh, my girlfriend. She guided me through that meditation and I saw myself as a bear walking through a forest and that felt so powerful, so connected and <laughs> I, I had that urge to just scream and make noises then. I, I know that sounds crazy, but that's just the deepest truth. And since then, I just knew, yeah, I, I yeah. Won't, I, if I would be an animal, it would like be a bear. And that's why I have a bear in my logo. Connection, I love it. Yeah. Power and calmness. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so, Frank, how can our listeners get a hold of you if they want breath work sessions or if they want to know about training with the breath? Cool. Yeah, so that's 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 wonderful, and I, I have my own website. It's uh, www.breathworkway.com. I'm on social media, breathworkway.com, uh, breathwork.way. I'm sorry, and and there you can connect me through Instagram, through my website. Um, I also give courses. I also give sessions. The first time, if you join my session, it's free. So that's a good way to to try it out, right? And yeah, I would love for everyone who is willing to give it a try, especially if you're skeptical right now. <laughs> yeah, because you think you can just breathe, but no, there is a, a breath work sessions and it is a specific way of breathing. It's I'm learning that right now. So, but thank you so much for joining me in my podcast today. I really appreciate that. And I'll put all your information in my show notes, of course. Cool. Th thank you so much for having me and thanks for these great questions. And yeah, uh, maybe we take all this as a reminder right now to take a slow and deep breath through the nose and just enjoy this very moment because that's all we have, right? So that's so true. So true. Okay. All right. And thank you and have a wonderful day, Frank. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Hey, business owners, do you need assistance with some of the tasks that you do? If so, then you don't want to miss next week's episode when I interview a guest that provides solutions that can help your business. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and please share this episode with your friends. Please subscribe, rate, and review this episode. And as always, the show notes will be available at 8thlevelpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.